The Carmichael Dave Show. He's on the microphone when he's not on the microphone. He's playing a song, and when he's not playing a song, he's on the microphone, and then boom! With Jason Ross. No, he didn't! Yes, he did! Call or text at 916-339-1140. It's the Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross on Sacktown Sports. Herter has the rebound, heads up the floor, had a notion to shoot the transition three, goes to Barnes in the corner, and Harrison Barnes in that same spot where the King hit a triple a moment ago, knocks down the three ball, and it's suddenly a two-point separation at 10 to 8. Six straight points for the Kings. Doncic now trying to split defenders in the paint, swings it to the far corner, got a three on the way, Hardaway Jr., it's no good, and the rebound cleared by Sacramento. Ox is on the run. Oh, he blows by Hardaway. Hammers it. Statement rip thrown down by De'Aaron Fox, and the Kings have a three-point lead at 18 to 15. What a delivery there from De'Aaron off the dribble in transition. Luka denied in the post, and Luka just got teed up. The rookie official in Tai Huang, who we mentioned the Kings were very unhappy with a couple of weeks ago in Milwaukee in that overtime loss to the Bucks, he just teed up Luka. <laughs> and Luka was not happy. He never complains. Never. You got sausage arms and cankles. Chalupa Don Thick. Mm. I got it. Burned. Um, speaking of soccer. Huh? It's a rule that I wish the NBA would give the referees some clearance on. So that particular play, you might remember, Luca got blocked, screaming at the referees, and the ref calls a tee. Yeah, Kings had a fast break. Kings were, uh, I think they had a three-on-one. Yeah. And in, 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 in soccer, they would they would call what, what they, you would say, uh, you, you would refer to as an advantage, like, Okay, this is going to be. I'm going to call the tech on him, but I'm going to let the play finish. Yeah, sometimes they do that in the NBA, but they didn't this time. That's that should be the rule, not the exception. Yeah, like, dude, if you have the opportunity and there's a clear advantage, let it fly. Yeah, especially because guys miss technical free throws. You know, the Kings have done that quite a bit this year. They made that one, but like, yeah, the, also your advantage is you're getting a free throw. Well, what if you got two points and then the technical? Yeah, that could mean a lot. Right. I did not like that, but however, it is what it was, and then um. Was that the one that Harrison airballed? No, I no. can't believe that happened, though. Woof. Yeah, he straight up airballed a technical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he redeemed himself. Fox, I slid it on the right side. Steps to his left off the bounce to pull up his short. Stick back is missed. Boy, Keegan had a chance. Pulled down the rim. You heard it snap back, but the ball didn't go in. Here's Lively. Ball stripped out of his hands by Harrison Barnes. It's grabbed by Kevin Herter. Races front court to Keegan. Stops, fires, scores the three-pointer. 60-47. Lead back to 13. Three good games in a row for Barnes. Yes. Really, honestly, mm -hmm. it's no secret why they're they've won three in a row there have been a lot of guys contributing and then down the stretch 
as Dallas inevitably cut into this lead and cut into the lead and cut into the lead and, and got everybody's blood pressure up. And look who came in to help close the game. Third chance coming up. Straight away, Luca misses the three. Long rebound, finally corralled by De'Aaron Fox. Boy, any one of those dropped, and it would have made it a 10-point game. Here's the red velvet, the headband wonder who wears number nine. Kevin Herter coming baseline for a two-hand flush. Kevin Herter. Yeah. Air Velvet. Like uh, that. Dallas still on a run. Kevin slows it. Three ball. Kevin Herter on the right angle. And suddenly it's the Kevin Herter show. His fourth triple of the ball game. Seven and four, 11 overall. 18 points. And then for the second straight game, defense. Guess who? Inbounds pass to Doncic. Here comes Luka against Keegan Murray. Gets a screen, rolls hard right, gets in the paint, dumps to the right wing. They swing it to Hardaway. Back inside the, the rookie. Back out to Hardaway. Drives. Ball stripped out of his hands by Kevin Herter. Grabbed by De'Aaron Fox. What a great defensive sequence right there. And that may be a sequence that helps decide the outcome of this ball game. Fox is now fouled by a dispirited Hardaway. Yeah, it was. 121-15 is your final, Jason. Yes. And I know Kevin Herter has been uh, either the most or second most popular trade piece people have thrown out. I don't. I. I. I think if Keegan Murray has shown the most growth, I think you can make a terrific argument that Kevin Herter is right there with him. He has. He has been in and out of the rotation a couple times. I think Mike Brown has probably coached him harder than any other player on the team, and I think he's responding especially on the rebounding and defensive end. Yeah, I think we said this on Friday, too. Like, look, you know, you can't get fooled in one game or two games, but I think right now the way the entirety of the starting five is playing yeah. gives you a belief that, okay, this looks like the team that earned the three seed, that earned home court in the playoffs, that went seven games in a thrilling series, that made sense to bring back as a group. But we finally have seen it now. I don't think we had seen this that much throughout yeah. the year. So, um it, it shouldn't completely cloud your judgment. If you can make a trade that makes yourself better, you do it. But it makes you wonder, do you break up the five and just work on the edges, or do you not get fooled in this and go, eh, yeah, it's a good stretch. You take it, but they still need improving. It depends. I wouldn't even say it depends on the game. It depends on the quarter. Because, <laughs> Jason, there are times, like during this Dallas game, where I'm watching the Kings play, and I'm going, oh, God, you can't. This is it. Th this team right here is a 50-55 win mm -hmm. team. This is a really, really good team that could make some noise in the postseason. And then they inevitably lose focus. Other teams make runs. I understand mm -hmm. that, too. Uh, Kevin Herter joined the G-Man postgame and had this to say. There we go. Kevin, you're on there now? I am. We, uh, I we, got you, guys. We got you. Appreciate that very much. And uh, I don't even know where to start in this one because there were so many different paths that this game could have gone and ended up going, but... Tell me about the significance of what the defense has been able to do in clutch scenarios these last couple of games. Uh, I mean, you know, we, we didn't put ourselves in a good position to finish that game again. So I think our, our defense for the first three quarters was was pretty good. And then, uh, you know, that fourth quarter, and late in the game, we weren't getting good shots. I think that was a lot to do with it. We stopped scoring, but you know, we, we had another 20-point lead that we almost let get away from us. So we got to clean some things up. Yeah, you and uh, De'Aaron were the only guys over a, a, a six, seven-minute stretch that were able to score for the Kings. And something just popped into my brain, and it, it's really of little uh, consequence. But I'm, I'm curious, on not the last, but the inbounds pass that went to you in the final seconds, 
Were you fouled by one of those guys before you gave the ball back to Harrison? I thought I was. Yeah. I thought I was. But. E- even as far away from the floor as I am, I would swear I saw somebody grab your arm blatantly, and I, <laughs> there was no whistle. So I, I'm happy to hear that my eyesight is not that bad. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. No, you're good. <laughs> um, trying to defend Luca. Coming off the night that he had last night, I don't know if anybody really knew what to expect. How would you assess the job that you and your teammates were able to do defensively? I, I thought we did great. Yeah, that started with Keegan. I thought his on-ball defense was great. You know, that, that team, they run, they run every single action for him. So it's every time down the court, he's coming off two ball screens. I don't know how many minutes he played tonight. You guys would know it. It felt like he played 42, 43 plus. He played 46. 46. Yeah, after so like, 45 last night. Yeah, that, that's the type of guy where their whole offense starts and ends with him. And so uh, you can only do so much. you got to show your hands. He's a special offensive player. So I thought I thought we did it as best we can. And, uh, yeah, that started with Keegan on the ball. We talk every night going into these games about, you know, where everybody stands in the crazy Western Conference and how little separation and how little room there is for error. How important are these two wins to start this seven-game trip? They're huge. You know, they're huge. It's, uh, you know, we, we got our energy to start this road trip. Two Western Conference teams that are that are going to be right there with us at the end. And so these are super important, but, uh, but every game's important, especially these guys had some people out. These are the games you got to take advantage of and win. And, you know, I thought uh, first half we got off to a, a rough start, responded well. We're up 14 at the half. And, you know, again, o- over stretch has played really well. But we just, you know, the, 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 the last six minutes of the game, uh, similarly, we got to clean up. Yeah. That's G-Man, Kevin Herter, making some good points. Yeah, I think uh, they were starting to do the same thing they did a little bit against Phoenix where – that had more time and a 22 point lead with six minutes to go. This one, I think, was nine or 10 with 30 seconds left. Yeah. And it got down to one possession. They were walking the ball up or uh, not attacking. I mean, it made sense. You're trying to expire some of the time, but I, I just think they lost some of their aggressiveness and it almost burned them again. Yeah. It's that prevent defense thing we talk yeah. about. And you just, I get it. You understand the logic of it at the same time. That's not the girl that brought you to the dance. Exactly. You know, maybe just continue doing what you're doing. But you know what? It's a win. In the end, they were able to close out that win, plus the Golden State win. That's two quality wins on the road uh, against uh, uh, Western Conference opponents and uh, on to Memphis now. And I, I really, really, in, in a weird way, like to me, this is the most important game of the road trip from this perspective. I need them to go into Memphis and go 3-0 and and beat this team like they're the better team. Um Memphis is there for the taking. John Morant's out for the year. They're not a good team. Now, look, they're playing at home, and I understand that, but these are the types of wins the Kings need to have. Any of the other games they lose on the road trip would be at least understandable, like, oh, this is a good team. You're playing on the road. They got to win this game. So I'm looking for them to go in, not play down to their opponent, play play them like you're playing the Warriors, play them like you're playing the Mavs, play them like you're playing Oklahoma City. And mm-hmm. I understand matchups are different, but you've also beaten this team before. Like, you can beat these guys. Go in there and just get it done. I, I don't want to stress out tonight at all. No stress. Starting less stress. At, less stress. Yeah. Starting at 5 o'clock right here on Sacktown Sports, your home of the Kings. We'll take a break. When we come back, Fire Wings brings you three for madness, Niners, NFL, and the Clippers. Oh, Chris Verlon has your questions next. Three questions, three answers. It's three for madness on the Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross. Here's question one. 
Right there on uh, one of the national shows. Did the 49ers win it or did the Lions lose it? No, 49ers won. Why did Patrick Mahomes ask the question? Hmm. <laughs> Three for Madness brought to you by Firewings. Question one, Chris. The 49ers have opened up as a two-point favorite for the Super Bowl. Does this sound right to you? Two-point favorite sounds about right to me, if it's switched. Mm. I, I I would have opened, again, me. I run casinos. Dave's book. Dave's book. I would have opened as, uh, I, I probably honestly would have opened at Chiefs one and a half and, and let it go from there. I do, the, the, it opened at two. It's at one right now. Honestly, I think it's going to be a pick or Chiefs minus one by the time we roll around. Uh, you know, again, barring some weird practice injury on both sides, which, which could throw everything out of whack. It's just, it's difficult for me to understand that you have a Chiefs team that obviously personnel not exactly the same, but came in, boat raced the Niners at Levi's last year, um, went in, beat Josh Allen, beat Tua Tungavailoa, beat Lamar Jackson, Allen and Jackson on the road, Allen Jackson on the road, um, and it's Patrick Mahomes yeah. and the defending champions. It's very tough for me to see how they're the underdog, no matter how small this is. Yeah, I think uh, a couple things, I mean, that stand out to me. I, I think the AFC is better. Now, it's, it's kind of irrelevant in one game. Like, you know, the Niners can play yeah. great and beat them, and and the point spread and all that stuff doesn't matter. I think just top to bottom, at least the playoff teams, I think they're just more complete. I think the journey's been more difficult for the Chiefs. I think they've played better than the Niners in this playoff run. But that doesn't matter in two Sundays, you know, because if the Niners have a great Sunday or if they have the second halves of the last two games for four quarters, yeah, they will win. But yep. I it just um, – it's weird that the defending champs wouldn't be favored, though. Yeah. It, it, and they didn't get in, like, on a 9-8 and eight record. They weren't a fluke of a playoff no, team. not at all. They didn't have the best regular season, but they weren't a joke. And isn't it fair to say that their run, not just quality of opponent – but the wins themselves and the performances in this these playoffs, they've had a higher degree of difficulty in getting to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They've been on the road for two or three. And they've won them all versus yeah. the Niners, who had to come back to beat the Packers and had to come back to beat the Lions, come back big to beat the Lions both at home. Yeah, before the games were even played, we said it, like the very first upset was what uh, the Cowboys losing yeah. to the Packers said. Wow, this path is set up so beautifully for the 49ers. Now, they made it quite a rough journey. Boy, they did. But, yeah, the path was, on paper, um, a better setup for them. Question two, please. Question two. Of the teams that lost in the conference championship game, who has a better chance of getting back, Detroit or Baltimore? So I'm going to say something that may be a little off kilter, but I, I firmly believe it's Detroit, and I could make an argument that Baltimore might be the better team. You just said it. The AFC, number one, is more difficult. Okay. Secondly, I just look at how quickly Detroit has risen and the culture they've built there. Jason, Jared Goff's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a good quarterback. They have Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery in the backfield. That's fantastic. I love Amon Ross St. Brown. He's only getting better. Um Jamison Williams, Josh Reynolds, okay, fine. I'm fine with that. But then you get Sam Laporta, who is an elite in his rookie year, an elite uh, tight end. I love Pene Sewell, at, at, and that offensive line is great. Aiden Hutchinson um, really anchoring that 4-3 defense. And as much as he yammers, C.J. Gardner-Johnson is <laughs> excellent as a strong safety. 
they've got a ton of young young talent the their general manager is on a, a heater right now in the draft um I, I I don't think the lions aren't going I don't think they're going anywhere I really don't yeah but but again the Ravens could be the uh the better team I think these two teams are a reminder to me of why we should probably be praising the Chiefs and the Niners even more for getting back yeah. consistently especially the Chiefs but the Niners have been a good team for a couple of years here um, there are plenty of teams like the Eagles had everything going for them. They made the Super Bowl like they started eleven. Like this is the team to beat, and they didn't get to this weekend. Um, there's other teams that kind of have a year, and then they, hey, where'd they go? The Rams won the Super Bowl two years ago and haven't been back. Um, it's difficult to get back. I think the AFC road is more challenging. The Lions may have the easier setup, but I I'll trust the best player in this, and that's Baltimore. Yeah, and Lamar Jackson. Yeah. So I guess I would pick them. I understand, but I don't know that either one will be. Unfortunately for them. That's the NFL. The way, exactly. When the Tampa Bay Bucks are facing off with the Panthers next year in the NFC Championship, right? right? Who knows? Number three. Question three. The Clippers traded for James Harden and lost six straight. Since they have gone 27-7, and seven, which over 82 games would be on pace for 65 wins. Is it time to have a conversation about the Clippers? Well, I'll answer a question with a question, Jason Ross. Just follow me here. What do Jason Tatum, Al Horford, Jeru Holiday, and Jalen Brown and Derek White all have in common other than being on the Boston Celtics? I don't know other than. They're the starting five of the top. They're the starting five of the Boston Celtics. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they all played heavy minutes at home against the Clippers over the weekend, and the Clippers Flipping dog walk them. Yeah. 115.96. Did they dog walk them or boat race them? They boat walked them. Yeah. They dog raced them. Yeah. Yes. Which is a, be- a worse win, a worse loss? A boat race or dog walk? You know what? That's today's poll question. Dog walk. You think so? You got yeah. dog walked, you got boat raced. Dog what's, walked. What's the reference on either one? You know, I don't know. Just lingo. Okay. I mean, you got dog walked, like, you got I mean, boat you got race, boat race. Like, yeah, but like exactly, like you could lose a boat race. Yeah, I don't know. What are some other euphemisms like dog walk, boat race? You got pantsed, uh, curb stomped, curb stomped. Yeah, ooh, that's a violent one. Yeah, yeah they got beaten. Molly wop. Molly wopped is a that might be the best one. <laughs> Molly wopped is great. Yeah, let's use Molly wops more. So they should have. We should have a conversation about the Clippers. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and this Didn't is you make fun of them. So here, here, let me. I'm going to demonstrate something, and put the money where the mouth is. I don't like James Harden as a player. I didn't think James Harden going to the Clippers was going to do it. By the way, I still hold out. Let's let's see what they do in the playoffs. Sure, and injuries matter. But this is how media I would hope should act. I have something that I believe in, and that I made quite a few statements on. As of right now, the opposite is happening. So instead of me tearing down and making excuses as to why the Clippers have been so good, I'm going to give credit where credit is due and say that thus far, dead wrong on my part. Like, there are mitigating reasons why, but these aren't excuses. It's credit to them. Russell Westbrook stepping back. James Harden adjusting his game a little bit more. Um, And then obviously health, which is always the big question with them. As of right now, I think the L.A. Clippers are – I'll I'll go a step further. 
I think they're as scary as any team in the NBA. There is no reason that the Clippers should not be in the conversation with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and the way that team is built. There's no reason they shouldn't be in the in the conversation for a champion. There's yeah. no reason why. Look at what they did to Boston. Look at what they've done since they've calmed things down. They're as good as any team in the league. They've had as good a run as any team in the league. And again, as long as the egos don't get out of hand, as long as they keep playing basketball for each other, whatever that means, and as long as they stay relatively healthy, there's no reason to think this team can't lift the uh, the trophy. Yeah, and for a change, they may be the one seed by the end of this. They, that hasn't been a spot they've been in, so we'll see. Uh, as of right now, we told you the Kings are uh, in the five, which is or, which is nice because the the between the five and the eight alone, separated by only two games, uh, between the five and being completely out of it. Uh, well, you're now up to five and a half games, really, which mm, which that's the good. Kings have made a little bit of leeway there. What is it between four and five? Uh-huh. Uh, for the Kings to catch the Denver Nuggets. Well, actually, this is kind of flipped because of games played. It would it, it, Even though the Clippers are three, the Clippers are technically, because of divisions, a game back. The Nuggets are a half game back. Okay. So to catch the Clippers would be four games. Uh, the Thunder, Wolves, Clippers, and Nuggets are all separated by a half game to a game. That's it. We'll take a break. When we come back, it's a tale of two halves. How the Niners made it back to the Super Bowl. We got highlights for you next. place in the morning to get your sports fix live and local the carmichael dave show with jason ross Goff takes fakes the give goes on the end around that's jameson williams williams inside the 40 to 35 cuts it back to 30 jamo inside the 25 jamo inside the 20 stays on his yes! knees to the end zone touchdown detroit lions <laughs> jameson williams weaving yes. through traffic frank rag now with a big block and jamo takes it to the house was four, four plays into the game? Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, you, know, you joke about warm butter. That was like the warmest of warm butter, that, that defense, dude. What was wrong with the defense in the first half? And not just, I mean, that was a great run, but like there were just simple handoffs that you're going, why is that going for 11 yards? Why is that working for eight yards? I don't think that they were paying attention. Oh, oh. Okay. Oh, I forgot this sense. in the uh, I forgot this in the Chiefs. I I, I I I wish there was a website. I know Awful Announcing does a little bit of this, but I wish there. I, I'm a firm believer. You know that huge fan play by play. Yeah. I'm also a firm believer that like other countries, in some cases, do it so much better than we do. And then again, sometimes they don't. But uh, this was a uh, remember the pass uh, Mahomes threw to uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling to ice the play, uh-huh. uh, ice the game. Here was the Korean call. I'd rarely get a Korean call. Here's the Korean call of that play. 46-yard zone. So, a couple things there. Number one. Awesome call. Except but isn't number, that what you don't like? I was just going to say, except doesn't matter if it's England, Korea, wherever, doesn't matter. There's always going to be some dude in the background 
that just ruins the whole call. Let me play, guys. He's trying to do his job here. Just stepped all over it. <laughs> and I'll take you back to the first part of this. Listen closely as J-Mo runs for a touchdown. Goff takes, fakes the give, goes on the end around. That's Jameson Williams. Williams inside the 40 to the 35. Cuts it back to the 30. J-Mo inside the 25. J-Mo inside the 20. Stays on his face yes. to the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. <laughs> Jameson Williams weaving yes. through track. Yes. Yes. Right, come on, dude. Let's see if he uh, behaved any better with David Montgomery. Dave Jared Mo. takes the snap, turns, gives to Demo left side, Demo. fighting at the one. Did he get in? Yes, sir, he did. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. David Montgomery takes it home. They're an extra point away from doubling up their lead. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Niners had to get on the board. Uh, I picked Jake Moody. You did. By the way, guys, I almost texted you. I was really close to having having two in the first quarter and a minute, having two of my, arguably the two toughest. That's a preview for pick six a little mm -hmm. bit later. By the way, close doesn't count. Yeah. Right. Ball's on the right hash. Tabor Pepper will snap to Wisnowski. They got it down. He has it away. It's going for the right upright, and it is wide right. No good. Angry grandpa. Uh, mm -hmm. Disappointed grandpapa. Yeah. Uh, Christian McCaffrey didn't rely on Jake Moody, though, making 14-7. Purdy is under center. They give it a Christian off the right side. Cutback. Touchdown! CMC! <laughs> wow. Sped that up. He's dynamite. Look at that. Okay. 14-7. Yeah, you know, what? so it's 14-7. It's a little concerning that the Lions score easily, mm -hmm. but it was... Um, like the Niners just didn't have as many possessions going oh. to me. Like I thought, okay, like they'll they'll kind of get into this, um, but yeah, then they purdy through the interception, short field, and it just kind of kept getting a little worse before it got better. No, it, it the the time of possession. Here's what's hilarious: if I told you, if I told you that the Niners would have the time of possession 32 to 27 and change. I, I, that blows me. It's the first it's probably time. Probably the second half flip that. Oh, my God, exactly. Because it seemed like the, the, the line. Well, and then again, the lines were scoring so quickly, too. You know, maybe there's that. But, golly, it seemed like the lines would just 10-yard gain here, 9-yard yeah. gain there. But, I mean. That, third and 15. Oh, and they had the ball they off. They had those two in a row. It was a third and 11, and they uh, ran. And then a third and 18, and they converted. Uh, before the half but yeah i think it was that touchdown by mccaffrey it's like okay they're on the board it's 14-7 each team had moved the ball twice yeah. it's just the niners missed a field goal and then got the touchdown but it was like are they going to be able to stop detroit that was what looked like they couldn't weren't going to be able to do well jameson williams had his touchdown david montgomery had his touchdown so jameer gibbs had to get involved golf up under center Pitches, right side, Gibbs trying to get the edge, does, turns it up, gets to the 10, Gibbs to the 5, still fighting at the 3, yes. to the end zone, touchdown yes. Detroit Lions, Jameer Gibbs just dancing through the defense, takes it 15 yards, and the Lions extend their lead. All right, 21-7, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Niners get the ball, mm, didn't work out, and then just before the half, this was huge. Uh, props to Dan Campbell for taking the field goal. He got it. There's the snap, spot, kick away. It is up, and it is good. Knocks it through. So it's now the Lions 24, San Francisco 7. Seven seconds remaining. 
am I wrong for saying of all the ones he went for, the one he didn't go for is the one he should have gone for the most? Yeah. I agree with that. That would have been a killer. If the blanket statement on Dan Campbell is, hey, he played this way in the regular season, then you do what you, you stay true to yourself. And did it burn him? We can debate that and we will debate that. That that's the one that's not him. Like I think that's the one. They got yeah. points. They yeah. got a reward. Yep. I think he's good. That one's going to eat him. Eat at him. That would have been a killer. Twenty-eight seven. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, you don't know. You but don't it, know. But oof. I I think there's less of the risk of of not converting there where you go. You're still up fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um, that that was the first time I really thought though the 49ers were in trouble just because. I was still going when it was 21-7. They're getting outplayed. They can't stop them. They're going to do the bridge score where if they can score last, even if it's a field goal, and then start with the ball, like they're back in the game. But when they didn't score, they punted for the first time. Yeah. Detroit goes down and gets the field goal. I just go, uh, Detroit's probably going to score at least 14 in the second. Like, how are the Niners going to win this game? No idea. No idea. It did not see the second half coming. But it did. Jake Moody, 43-yarder, right down the middle. And then Brock Purdy. You knew something might be happening. This isn't a scoring play. It's just a simple pass to Brandon Ayuk. Out of the shotgun, drops a couple of steps. Going to take a deep shot to Brandon Ayuk. It's the flag. Oh, he caught it. caught. Ayuk caught it out of the air. A flag is also down. Did Ayuk score? He got touched down on the two-yard line. Yeah, ended up being, I think, touchdown to five. A little bit nerve-wracking there for a second. Maybe they wouldn't get it in. They got it in. Ayuk and Debo were stacked left. Kittle and Jennings right. McCaffrey runs around. Purdy pressured. Purdy throws. Caught by Brandon Ayuk. Touchdown! San Francisco. Ayuk, Ayuk, Ayuk is on fire. Okay. That's a pretty iconic catch, the first one. Uh-huh. The face mask. That, 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 you know, it ain't the, uh, you know, Patriots, Giants, but it's pretty Big. damn good. Yeah. 24 17 now. You get a stop. They do. Chris McCaffrey wanted to flex his muscles. Yeah, that wasn't just the stop. Wasn't that the fumble? Uh huh. Yeah. Exactly. And Nick Bosa was getting in that backfield a couple times as well. And then uh, punching in with Christian. From the two-yard line, they give it to Christian off the right side. Touchdown! San Francisco! They're an extra point away from tying the title game. It was hiding under here. We don't have the radio call. Here is the TV call of that fumble. Here is kids up the middle and runs into the wall. And the ball came out. Ball is loose. Who's got it? 49ers recover. Armstead came up with it on the Gibbs fumble. Yep. That's the Gibson strip, Armstead recovery. Yeah, Armstead yeah. did, Gibson strip, exactly. Armstead rubbing the belly, mm-hmm. 916. Uh, you got another Moody field goal in there to make it 27-24, and then a big fourth down stop. And Logan Ryan picks him up. Looks like they're playing man. Laporte is over there as well. Press man across the front. It's five out. It's empty on fourth down. Golf back, back. Not going to get out to his right, being chased, throws, and it is incomplete. The 49ers take over on fourth down again. Will be really interesting to talk to Greg Papa. Mm-hmm. 
I want to know how he felt about Dan Campbell's decisions. Yeah, that one, I mean, again, we're going to measure him. That, yeah. that was a long field goal try, and yeah. the throw was terrible by Goff. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, the very first one that he's getting criticized for the most, catch the ball. That was a catchable ball. Very like that, that we're, not, the, we're praising Dan Campbell for that. Instead, it was a receiver that's supposed to catch it that dropped the ball. Uh, Christian McCaffrey landed on his head at one point. Ugh. Yeah, that didn't look great. Elijah Mitchell came in, and he got to eat. Mitchell in for the first time tonight. Guess what? He's going to get it. Mitchell surging forward. Touchdown. Oh, Mitchell scored a touchdown, huh? Why did that factor into something somewhere? Here's your final. Here's your final call. Brock Purdy's going going to his his first first Super Bowl. Bowl. Just back up here, Brock. Take one or two steps back. Back up. Go down. It's over. The Niners are going to Vegas. Hmm. We'll take That's a so break. Cool. When we it is so cool, and we'll talk about it more when we come back. We got a lot of ins and outs, uh, including Jason. I have some information that all but guarantees the 49ers are going to win this year. If you believe history, you may or may not know this. My guess is you don't. But something you guys can talk about at the water cooler. This is why the Niners are going to win this year. If you believe in history, we'll tell you all about it next. sources and he, he just kind of tells it as it is and gets to the point jason ross he has a lot of pretty smart things to, to say he's good at what he does on Sacktown sports yeah there's an interesting halftime yeah that's a chris remind dave to tell you a story about halftime tomorrow next break i had a halftime experience that may have turned the tables because i mean every single thing that every fan does at home or at the stadium makes a direct impact in the game so there you go you did it i mean we can thank dave i might be the mvp yeah most valuable pants (laughs) um San Francisco and Kansas City are playing for a championship. Once again, one of the teams hasn't won a title in exactly 29 years. The other team is one win away from its third title in five years, cementing itself as a dynasty. Okay. But enough about the 2014 World Series. Interesting how that lines up. That's uh, uh, Rainey on uh, Twitter that made those parallels. Yeah. Giants, Giants Royals. Some more dorky stuff for you. How is the NFL dealing with a Super Bowl in Vegas? Players and staff will be staying 35 minutes from the strip. And the NFL has updated its gambling policy to ban all forms of gambling for Super Bowl participants. No betting, no casino, nothing. It's kind of dumb. Okay. Uh, Seth Wickersham reports, it is remarkable per the terms of the CBA that neither the Niners nor Brock Purdy can renegotiate his contract until 2025. Now, if Purdy had been undrafted, rather than being Mr. Irrelevant and signed, he'd be eligible to get a new deal this offseason. Oh, timing is everything. That's a little, that's a little silly. Um, Brock Purdy in the second half, game manager, 13 to 16. 174 yards, one touchdown, 
132.8 passer rating, three scrambles for 52 yards. All three were for first downs. How about that, Jason? He was Again, I say his running in the second half was absolutely different. It was lethal for the team. It was great. Lost the linebacker on one of those runs, too. Mm-hmm. Didn't slide till late. Yeah, he was, he was great. Looking back at the NFC playoffs, uh, Niners, Cowboys, Lions, Bucks, Eagles, Rams, Packers. With the exception of the 49ers, do you know what all the other teams have in common other than, you know, they're out of the playoffs? They lost to the Niners. They all lost to the Niners. The Niners beat every single NFC playoff team this year with their win over the Lions. That's pretty cool. Uh, Brock Purdy, game manager, threw for over 150 yards, rushed for over 45 yards, completed 80% of his passes, averaged 10 or more yards per rush. In the, this is all in the second half with no turnovers. No other NFL quarterback in the last 30 years, Jason, has done all of that in a single half in the postseason. Also the regular season. Mm. But, you know, he manages games. Uh, and then where is – oh, here we go. This is this is it. You want to know the Niners are going to win? Why is that? I'll tell you why. Because every single time the 49ers have won the NFC championship game versus a team that has a shade of blue in their logo, they've gone on to win the Super Bowl. And any time they've beaten a team that does not have a shade of blue in their logo, they've lost 82 Cowboys. Blue. One. 85 and 89 Bears, navy blue, one. 90 Rams, one. 95 Cowboys, one. Falcons, no blue, lost. Packers, no blue, they lost. Lions, Honolulu blue, baby. There you go. Foolproof. If you want to know why Vegas is installing the Niners as a slight favorite. Makes sense now. Makes sense, baby! So there you go. There's some nice little... Blue to get you some green. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Uh, let's take the Jiffy Lube drive of the game right now. At one 800 We will take the first caller if you have the Jiffy Lube drive of the game. Now, it happened over the weekend. So yeah, Saturday. Hopefully you wrote it down. But yeah. if you wrote it down and you won, you win. Our guy Ralph can't repeat. He already won too recently. Yes, he did. Ah. After further review, I'm also a little leer- I'm a little suspicious of Ralph. What? Yeah, you know, I went back and listened to it. Maybe I'm being conspiratorial. I feel like Ralph. All right. When you go back and you actually listen to it, I think that might have been a voice. Hmm. Well, if it was, good job, Ralph. I enjoyed it. Now, Chris... Ralph's a fake name? No, because he had to give his info. But Christopher Lyde, who will bring into the studio via the microphone, he was on the phone with Ralph... After he was off the air getting his information. Now, Chris, I'm saying after further review, I feel like Ralph might have been a voice. 
like a, a, a put on. Absolutely not. Absolutely not, huh? <laughs> no. Chris isn't buying your theory. Yeah, so you're not saying it's possible that Ralph continued the voice on the phone with you? And then just afterwards, like, <laughs> got him. Yes. Yes. Just his demeanor and just the way he was giving me his information lets me know that it wasn't put on. Now, let me let me ask you this, because we don't want to give away any of his personal information. But did his age match his voice? That's what I want to know. Chris is now fielding. Yeah. Luke calls. Did yes. They, yes. Hmm. Okay. Dave's not buying it. 1-800-920-1140. Josh, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? I'm great. I'm calling to uh, give the play of the game, which was Friday, and it was uh, Alley Oop Monk to Javel McGee. What I like about Josh is Josh can, first off, strong voice. Yes. Secondly, not a put on. That's his voice. Okay. You can tell. You know. Thirdly. This is my voice. That's his voice. Thirdly. Notice, like, he came in and, like, no no foreplay here. Right. He came in and, like, no, how are you doing? What are you doing? None of that. He's like, Dave, I got this. I'm on a mission. I'm here for the Jiffy Loop drive of the game, and here's the Jiffy Loop drive of the game. And I like that. You know what? Take, you know what? take the – Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> and let's see if – Let's see if he was right. Uh, was it the uh, JaVale block leading to the Monk JaVale alley-oop? Doncic looking at a two-man blitz. Kings in his own defense. Ball's deflected. It's grabbed by JaVale McGee. Shuttles ahead to Fox. Accelerates. Gets into the paint. Dumps to the left corner. Monk not looking to shoot it at the moment. Takes it out on the wing, and they kind of balance the floor. Here's a screen from JaVale. He rolls. Sets up the alley-oop. Oh, JaVale McGee from Malik Monk. Your Jiffy Lube drive of the game. Hey, job, congratulations. Josh. Yo, that's how it's awesome. done. Perfect. I needed I need uh, oil change. Perfect. Oh, there well, you, you go. Get an oil change and then some. $100 gift certificate to Jiffy Lube for Josh to winterize your car, to uh, oil change it, windshield wipers, whatever you want. Josh, um, what home of the San Francisco 49ers <laughs> and Sacramento Kings makes all your oil changing dreams come true? 11 for a uh, king. Uh, what, uh, that's exactly right. <laughs> yes. Well done, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great way so, yeah. one of these days I, I really hope we clip all these up especially that one <laughs> that was well done he was short circuiting a bit let's go you know what put him on the spot that's yeah. okay let's go to Steven hello Steven Steven, Steven. oh god what's Steven doing back there Steven's a regular caller too did he put the phone down yeah it's like they won't get to me now. Now he's probably listening on delay though, yeah. so that means we have about four seconds. Uh oh, am I still here? <laughs> you are, <laughs> Steven. Uh oh, don't scare me like that, boys. What? Okay, what? So we scare quick. you? You were the one that you were the one that took a went and walked the dog instead of being on the phone. You know, you I'm were, at work. All right, yeah, you know, we're just, waiting for you. You know, hey, I'm at work too. Anyway, we're at work too, Steven. 19, 1957 was the last time the Lions got a road win. Yes. And it was at Kizar Stadium in 1957. Do you guys know what the score at halftime was? No. 24-7. 20, 24-7. Lions. Yeah. Uh, and I believe the Niners came back to win that game. 
No, I'm sorry. No, it was the other the way, way around. I'm sorry. I, I messed that up. My bad. <laughs> sorry, Scott Graham. I just uh, definitely messed up your stat there. It was the Niners that were up 24-7 at the half, oh. and the Lions came back to win oh. because that was their last road win at Keysar Stadium. Oh. I messed that up. My apologies. That's okay. You know what? It's like giving the punchline first. <laughs> yeah. But in the end, the point mattered. And don't fe- hey, hey, don't feel bad about this this call like you did your last call. This is a good call. You know, listen. Steven listen, actually Dave, messaged listen. me privately and apologized for his call. It's like, your really? call was fine, dude. Oh, no, I did. I did. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, you know, I hate it when I fumble my words. But you know what? It's, you know, it's early. Well, how are you, know? you going to do now? Okay, hold on, though. How are you going to do now when you missed the first 20 seconds of the call and you fumbled the whole concept of the call? Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to put myself in a timeout. You know what I'm saying? Alan Styles put me in a timeout for a week. What? For, oh. for a bad take. What was your so, take? Uh, uh, it, I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna put myself in timeout again. By, by oh, I gotta ask Alan what the take yeah, was. Yeah, we now. gotta find out. All right, thanks, buddy. <laughs> wow, what was take was? <laughs> what a great comeback that win! Was the yes, best of our calls right there. I mean, honestly, which was yes, all every call was the best. What station makes all you eleven four? The, the, the exact fun KPK. I gotta go. <laughs> I'm at work. Eject. <laughs> we'll take a break. When we come back, ni- uh, Niners will wait until later. Good take. Uh, the Kings You're win. Time out. <laughs> Seriously, Kings win again, and uh, let's continue this road trip in Memphis. We'll do that next.